Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Kelly. Just me today. Susan and Court are off doing life. But I do have a special guest with me. I was at PodFest a few weeks ago, the world's largest podcasting conference, and it was awesome. While I was there, I met William Hung. We were both speakers at the conference. You may remember William from his American Idol appearance in January 2004. I am thrilled to have him here to chat with me today. Welcome, William. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Kelly. I'm excited. Oh, me too. It was so great to meet you at PodFest. Yeah, what a conference. So much fun. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was my first one to go to, and I did not know what to expect, but it was just amazing. Yes. So what made you decide to want to audition for American Idol when you first did that? Wow. (laughs) I studied civil engineering at UC Berkeley. I thought I was good at math and science, but in college, I struggled and I wasn't happy. I thought something had to change. Then one day, I saw this poster for a school talent show. I went for it. I sang my favorite song, Ricky Martin's She Bangs, and to my surprise, I won. Oh, my gosh. That gave me the confidence to audition for American Idol. Wow. That is awesome. <laughs> All right. So jumping to the on-air audition. Now, honestly, I have never watched an episode of American Idol. I've seen clips, and I know that Simon is a total asshole, right? Yes. Okay. So what happened in your on-air audition? Well, not surprisingly, Simon was the mean guy. (laughs) Paula was a nice lady, and Randy was the funny guy. (laughs) They stay on brand, don't they? (laughs) Yeah, but as soon as I began my audition, uh, I knew I wasn't going to Hollywood because Randy was holding this white sheet of paper, and he was already giggling. Simon was sitting back and frowning. I thought, like, okay, well, I'll just go have fun and see what happens. Oh my gosh. All right. So you had this awesome quote that you said to Simon. What did he say to you first? He said, you can't sing. You can't dance. What do you want me to say? I said, I already gave my best. I have no regrets at all. That is so good. And how did he react to that? Or and, and how did all three of them react to that? Well, Paula said, good for you. That's the best attitude yet. I said, I had no professional training. And Simon <laughs> goes, no. Well, oh. that's a surprise of the century. Oh, my God. What a dick. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what he's like off camera. You know, did, did you get to meet them backstage? Uh, not at that audition, but mm-hmm. I did meet him not uh, too long afterwards because mm-hmm. we were on the same um, on-air Ryan Seacrest show, and he's still that brutally mean guy. He said, like, you're never going to make it. Oh, my God. Wow. Because you hope that sometimes these people are just putting on, you know, this on-camera persona and that maybe they're actually really nice people off camera. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I haven't heard that about him. No. Uncool. All right, but you did go on to become pretty famous after that. Yeah, and that's very surprising because most people who you know didn't make it to Hollywood, people would laugh at the audition, and and then that's it, I'm done. But yeah. for me, somehow I got like hundreds of emails、uh, asking me to get on shows like Entertainment Tonight, Ellen DeGeneres. It was so crazy. And then people asked me for pictures、uh, and autographs. The next、wow. day, I ran back to school. Who knew? Wow! And all of this is before social media. Yeah. Imagine if that had been now. Wow. Oh my God, that's just wild. So, what would what were some of your favorite appearances that you made? I really like Adam. She's、mm. she was very nice to me. Uh, I also like Jay Leno and Jimmy Kimmel. <gasps> He must have been fun. Yeah, that's cool. And so, what are the, some of the other things that you did then? How, like, how did you take advantage of some of your fame back then? Well, the most important、uh, factor for me is to share my version of my story,、mm. because many critics. You know, decided to make more than what it was. You know, they say like, "Oh, I portray stereotypes." You know, I shouldn't be in the showbiz because I don't have the raw talent,、uh, and I and I disagree because I believe everyone has a right to try something new without being judged or ridiculed. Yeah, absolutely. Ah,、uh, yeah, that backlash was uncool. Yeah. You're so right. I mean, people have every right to try something, whatever they want to try. So, and that's part of like the message at Podfest as well. Yes, you know that we're we're all there to learn and to grow, and whatever we want to try to do, we absolutely have the right to do in this world. Yes, and. If someone or some people enjoy what we're doing, then we've got those fans. It doesn't matter if we're not going to become Beyonce or Harry Styles, you know, referring to the Grammys that just、right. happened, <laughs> or you know, if we want to be an athlete. You know, Nike's mission is to inspire or、uh, is inspiration and innovation for every athlete in the world. And they have an asterisk by the word athlete, and then in the bottom asterisk, if you have a body, you are an athlete. I love that. Yes, I, I just love it so much. So just because someone, the vast majority of people on this planet and athletes on this planet, even professional athletes, are never going to make it to the Olympics, does、yeah. that mean that all of those professional athletes should just quit? Because they can't make it to the Olympics, no. And the majority of Olympians aren't going to win a medal. Yeah. And the majority of professional athletes aren't going to make millions of dollars a year. That's right. Should we all just quit? No. Exactly. So I love that you are living that message and bringing that to other people. Thank you. No,、oh, that's awesome. 
So something that you and I wanted to talk about is diversity and inclusion of Asian and Asian American actors in the American film and TV industry. Only 1% of lead roles go to Asian actors and actresses. Yeah. That is amazing. I mean, it's just terrible. Yeah. And do you feel like the stereotypes have gotten better like that that Hollywood is stereotyping Asian actors and actresses less? Yeah. Or do you feel like it's hap- still happening too much? Um I think it's starting to change for the better. Uh, I think crazy rich Asians or you know everywhere at once in that, that those those kind of movies um, help uh, let let people know that you know uh, it's okay to to be who we want to be as Asians. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the the, the stereotype where oh we, we ha- you have to be a martial artist, kung fu star, or or the or the nerdy comedian, whatever you call it. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring up, yeah, definitely everything everywhere all at once, just amazing. And even though there's fighting in it, it's not the typical martial arts, like you said. And, you know, they are, what kind of business did they have again? Oh, the laundromat. Yeah. Yeah. And Michelle Yeoh and Ki-Huey Kwan already won Golden Globes for their performances. They're up for Oscars and uh, Spirit Awards along with Stephanie Su. And Daniel Kwan is up for Best Director Oscar along with co-director Daniel Scheinert. Uh, I also was going to mention Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, but that it, you know that was a Marvel movie. And of course, oh, yeah, I thought that was too. Arts. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. And to me, what was important about that film, even though it's like stereotyping martial arts, is that it was a it was a Marvel film or it is a Marvel film, and it did so well at the box office. And you know, historically they say, Oh, we can't have an American film with an Asian lead actor, and spe- and that one is like all Asian lead actors, you yeah. know. And it did so well, so well. So it just shows, yes, you can. Americans will see films with Asian lead actors. You know, yes. get over yourself. Right. Oh, my God. So it was similar with um, Black Panther. Yes. You know? Yes, we can have movies that are like all black actors in it. Come yes. on. Yes. But we need so much more than that. Yeah. But you're right when you brought up, yeah, Crazy Rich Asians. That was brilliant. Oh, my God. I love that movie so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I feel like, went against most stereotypes and is, you know, it's, it. they're people. It's people and it was relatable. I mean, yes, you've got extreme wealth and everything, but, you know, you can still, we're still relating to individual characters yes so and it was important that they were asian so that we're seeing this diversity on camera yeah so what are your some of your favorite tv shows in general anything you're watching right now um right now unfortunately i haven't been watching a lot of tv Uh, I follow American Idol still sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
but for other TV shows, yeah, I because I'm not a big, I, I just don't have that much time, mm. and uh, I'm not a, a big fan of the how do I say it? How do I put this? I don't know. Like, like, like I feel, I feel like, like I want something that that's, that's unique. That's uh, so maybe I just go watch, you know, a very cool movie. You know, mm-hmm. Avatar: Way of Water is amazing. <laughs> oh wow! I still haven't seen it. Mm, yeah, I need to. Yeah. What else? Any other movies from last year or or this year that that you particularly liked? Well, you know, it's it's that this one is not recent in terms of the when it's published, but no I, I feel like Polar Express is always a very wonderful uh, holiday classic. Yeah, very true, and so ahead of its time using the the technology that it did. Yes, it'd be interesting, you know, to see how it would be made today. Yeah. I- you know how the technology has advanced since then. Yeah. It's wild. Oh my gosh, especially now with I know it's different, but just all the AI stuff, you know, with Chat GPT and what is it called? The the ones that make the images that you can go in, the one in Discord, we can go in and tell it to create various images. You give it a prompt and it pops out the four oh, variations. Oh, I don't you. know. Yeah, I seen that. I don't know on top of my head. Yeah, I forget what it's called. It's just wild, all the different ways you can use AI now. And on this show, we have several times, several times talked about, oh yeah, it's frequent, the <laughs> rise of the machines and how AI will become sentient one day and <laughs> will they be nice or not? How many of us will they kill? And talk about how I always tell, I'm an Apple person, so I use Siri. And I always tell her please and thank you so that hopefully they won't kill me right away (laughs) when they take over. So you never know. It it may help to be nice. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, have you tried using ChatGPT? Yeah, I've been playing with ChatGPT and it's it's very impressive. Like like, uh, sometimes, I feel like I spend so much time trying to write something, especially for my regular emails or social media. Mm-hmm. And that, that free uh, web or application can do better than me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So what I do is like, like I'm very careful not to, not to just copy and paste. Mm-hmm. So maybe I use it as inspiration and then make sure I add something that's, that's my own. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I see a lot of people talking about how much time it saves them and yeah, I can I can see how it definitely does. It's amazing how human like it is getting to be. Yeah. One day we won't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, scary, right? Yeah. And there was someone who recently posted an entire short, very short podcast episode written by ChatGPT and voiced over by AI. Whoa. It was very bland, but you can do it. You know, it was without emotion. Right. But it can be done. Yeah. It's wild. No, they are taking over. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you up to in your life right now? I'm still speaking and performing and then I'm very passionate about games and board games in, uh, overall. 
So I'm looking for the right idea. Maybe I maybe I go create it. Maybe I go invest and collaborate with the right game publishers. So that's what I've been working on. Oh, that's awesome! And what kind of board games? Um, it's going to be something that's family family friendly, where it's not too difficult to learn, but still a lot of decision making to make you feel like you you are、uh, you are responsible for the final outcome. Mm. And it, and the concept is going to be a combination of life and monopoly,、uh, b- because that way it's like it's like I feel like monopoly by itself is like it's too cutthroat, you know.、Mm. And in real life, it's not always making the most money is、uh, the winner. Yeah. And then in、uh, the and on the on the flip side, I feel like life. Is too simple, simplified, oversimplified.、Mm-hmm. You don't have that much control over your your career or your relationships. So some next somewhere in the middle would be would be perfect. That sounds great. Very cool. Yeah, I learned that the creator of Monopoly did not mean for it to be not popular, but he he meant it as like a cautionary tale. Oh. Yeah, he meant it as being against big business and against monopolies. Oh, and people have taken it the exact opposite way. <laughs> yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah,、so、didn't work. It <laughs>、no. it's made. I don't know if it made him a lot of money. You know, it certainly made the the maker of the game a lot of money. Right, but it did not have the intended effect. Yeah, so. As often happens, so so where can people find you online?、Uh, you can find me on Instagram, William Hung Official, and、uh, I'm also planning to launch my own podcast later this year to help people chase their dreams. Awesome! Ooh, I will look forward to that. You will have to keep me updated about when that happens. I will. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. This is great. All right, and thank y'all for listening. We will see you next time at Geek Girl Soup. So geek on.